0: Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Head over to omahasteaks.com. Right now, use promo code DOGS, DAWGS, when you check out, get $30 off your order. Josh, All with you here today. And what I want to do is talk about The running back depth chart for the Cleveland Browns. There's been a lot of speculation lately. We had the Ezekiel Elliott rumors here last week that kind of got this conversation really off and running. We've been talking about running back depth for a while on the show specifically. Looking at the draft, we thought for sure the Browns are going to bring in somebody to add to the depth on this team. But they did not, at least not during the draft. After the draft they did, they signed Hassan Hall out of Georgia Tech. UDFA, we'll talk about him. But we're going to detail Jerome Ford, probably in more detail than the other guys, and then we'll go through Demetric Felton, Hassan Hall, John Kelly, and the other guy currently on the Browns roster, Nate McCrary. But before we do, I want to remind everybody, please check us out. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video. Subscribe to the channel. We are on the mission. We're on the journey right now to hit 10,000 subscribers. We just passed 6,200, so we would really like to get to about 7,000 before training camp starts if we can. So please, if you're watching this, you have a YouTube account, please just subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. It helps us out. It doesn't cost you a thing. Okay, so really the main point of this discussion is to look at, obviously we have Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is one of, if not the best, and if you ask anybody on this podcast, Nick Chubb is the best running back in the National Football League right now. He is, as far as a pure runner of the football goes, it just doesn't get any better. I mean, Derrick Henry is a very impressive bulldozing type of runner, but the way that Nick Chubb Intertwines, you know, his ability to be an absolute bull in the running game and just barrel people over and smash people and just stiff arm people into the ground. He's also got a, a very sweet blend of agility and twitchiness, and he's just all around, all around fantastic running back. But as we know in the National Football League, every season, Teams suffer injuries. I mean, injuries can happen at any position on the football field. Obviously, this is a very physical sport, probably the most physical sport, but the running back position is brutal. Injuries pile up at this position. Now, the Browns have been fortunate with Nick Chubb over the years. He's been relatively healthy, aside from one season where he did miss, a, a not a very big, but kind of a, you know, a stretch of games. And then he came back, not not a huge deal. We did have some injuries with Kareem Hunt kind of as the backup, which I would say limited him, but he didn't miss a ton of games either. So overall, relatively, like I said, injuries have been kind to the Browns at the running back position, but you can't bank on that every season. You have to have depth and you have to have depth that you can rely on. All right, before we move on, though, real quick, this is for all you Browns fans here in Ohio. I'm excited to share some great news with you. If you have not signed up yet for DraftKings, you can take advantage right now of a limited time promo for new users. All you have to do, deposit and place a $5 wager on any sport and you will instantly get $150 added to your account in bonus bets. Whether you win or lose, you still get the bonus. All you have to do, use our code THEDOGS at signup, all one word. And here's the thing, using our code THEDOGS not only gets you the bonus, but it also supports this podcast. So if you haven't signed up for DraftKings yet, please do us a favor, sign up with the code the Dogs and place that first bet. Deals like this are what keep our podcast going year-round. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 years and older and physically present in Ohio. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer. For more details, visit DraftKings.com to take advantage of this incredible opportunity today. So the first guy that I want to talk about here in May... Because again, this depth chart could change. We could be doing another video here in another month or three talking about the, the current guys at that point in time that are on the Browns depth chart at running back. But as of right now in May 2023, the top guy behind Nick Chubb is a guy that, it's, it's, this is an interesting case. I'm super excited about this kid. I know a lot of Browns fans are, know a lot of guys on this podcast are excited about Jerome Ford, second year back out of Cincinnati. He was a 5th round pick last year in the NFL draft. The Browns when when Jerome Ford fell to the 5th round and the Browns scooped him up. I was elated. I was so pumped. Go back and watch any post-draft videos from this podcast that that we had. I'm talking big stuff about Jerome Ford because I watched a lot of Jerome Ford in college and it was not because he played at Cincinnati, it was not because it's an he's in Ohio, played in Ohio school or anything like that. See, I I do a lot of fantasy football research on rookies. Primarily, only the offensive side of the ball, obviously, because it's fantasy football. I don't play in any IDP leagues. And Jerome Ford was a guy that the whole college season in 2021 is like, man, this kid is going to be great in the NFL. Whatever team picks him up. I'm going to be watching because he could be a sneaky add to a fantasy football roster. Well, lo and behold, he falls to the Browns in the fifth round and they scoop him up. And it was like, that's the kind of situation that I was projecting for Jerome Ford. Kind of an under the radar guy, not a whole ton of college production over his career, but a kid that in his final season in college, absolutely lit it up and just showed that when he is the guy for an offense, He took it. He was the guy for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Like I said, 2021, monster season for Jerome Ford at Cincinnati. 215 carries, 1,319 yards. That was good for 6.1 yards per carry. 19 touchdowns. That's a huge stat transitioning from college to the NFL. 19 touchdowns. 21 additional touches. He had 21 receptions for 220 yards and another score through the air. As far as his size goes, Jerome Ford is definitely the ideal size for an NFL running back, 5'11", 220. He's got that big body that can take the brutal beating that the running back position takes in the NFL. And what was really impressive for Jerome Ford in that 21 season in college, okay? He put up arguably his best games when it mattered the most against stiff competition. In the conference championship game against Houston, Jerome Ford, 18 carries, 187 yards good for 10.4 a carry and two touchdowns. I mean, that was... Jerome Ford... Now, the Bearcats had themselves in position to make a, a run at the college football playoff, but you know it's tough for teams like Cincinnati who aren't from the bigger conferences to really make a push for that. But that conference championship game, Jerome Ford pretty much put the team on his back and said, we are going to the champ- or the, the college football playoff. And they did. They got into the college football playoff, went up against Alabama, where he carried the ball 15 times for 77 yards. Not a huge number, but you got to remember they were trying to put up points. So the ground game was kind of eliminated partway through that game. That was still good for 5.1 to carry. Jerome Ford against stiff competition, you know, especially when you're running behind an offensive line that's not, you know, filled with future NFL players, going up against a defense like Alabama, where you know, the, the majority of those guys on the defense are going to go to the NFL in some capacity. Jerome Ford absolutely showed that he belongs on the football field with NFL talent. But in terms of college production, that was pretty much it for Jerome Ford. That was his only season with even a hundred or more carries in the season. Like I said, 215 that year. Um but but he went, like I said before, when he was asked to be the guy, he was the guy. So the The lack of college production profile over his entire career presents pros and cons for Jerome Ford on the Browns in the NFL. One, okay, so he doesn't have a huge college production profile to pull from. You can't point at multiple years of success, leading a team, being the guy, handling a full workload. That's a big deal for guys coming to the NFL at the running back position. Is he capable of handling a full workload? Now, obviously, we're not talking about Jerome Ford in the top running back spot for the Browns, but next year, the year after, who knows? Nick Chubb, God forbid, please, and don't anybody kill me for saying this kind of stuff, but God forbid he goes down with an injury week one. Who takes up the load? You have to have somebody capable of carrying that kind of workload throughout the season. Can Jerome Ford do it? Well, he only had one year where he was asked to do it, where he was given that type of workload. He did it. He proved that he could do it but it was just the one year but at the same time on the other hand the pro of that that low utilization in college is that he's got low tread on the tires he's got low mileage he is fresh he has fresh legs coming into the nfl last year for the browns as a rookie he only had eight carries for 12 yards that was it over the whole season so if you look at College and now one year in the NFL. He only has 327 total career carries between college and pro. So Jerome Ford, 23 years old, this year during the season, he will turn 24. Uh, Last year as a rookie, he suffered a grade three pedal ankle ligament tear placed on IR, missed four games. So Jerome Ford did suffer an injury last year. Again, at the top of the video, I was talking about the Browns being kind of fortunate with the injuries and everything at the running back position. Well, here we've already got The guy that is pegged to be Nick Chubb's backup now, you know, in, in his first year with the team, he wasn't playing a whole lot other than special teams, of course, which is where he suffered the injury. He did play quite a bit of special teams, but he already suffered an injury. Now, I'm not projecting injury for anybody, but I am saying this is a position, again, I will repeat this, that suffers injuries we have to have depth. So in 13 games, he only played 14 total offensive snaps last year as a rookie. Like I said, special teams is where he made his money last year, 145 special team snaps. That's where they used him a lot. We did see some juice out of him like in the preseason and on those special teams in the kick return game and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, looking at a running back coming out and dominating in the preseason and looking really good, you cannot project that over a regular season against, you know, the the defense's best players and starters every week. We see that with John Kelly, who's a guy we'll get to later here in the video but I, I see a lot of people on Twitter and in the comment sections on YouTube saying, well, we have John Kelly. John Kelly's looked great every preseason. You know, we should just use him as the backup with Jerome Ford. Guys, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but John Kelly has been on the team for a couple years now and he's never made it off the practice squad except for whenever both Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt were both hurt. There's a reason that John Kelly remains on the Browns practice squad and no other teams are signing him to their active rosters either. Okay. Looking great in the preseason, you have got to be careful with using preseason as a projection for regular season. You just do. So back to finish up with Jerome Ford, though. Like I said, the, only the 14 offensive snaps all season. There were only two games, though. Out of the whole, like I said, he played 13 games, and primarily all of those were just special teams there were only two games the entire season as a rookie that he actually got offensive snaps and carries he got five carries in week 13 against the texans and then he got three more carries in week 17 against the commanders like i like i talked about earlier only eight carries all season for 12 yards and here's the kicker his long on the season was nine yards so that means in those seven other carries he only gained three yards Now I'm not saying these numbers to say, guys, Jerome Ford is just isn't he isn't the dude, he isn't the guy, he isn't the answer. We can't depend on him. No, it's not what I'm saying at all. I I like Jerome Ford a lot. As I said, I was excited when the Browns drafted him. I'm excited that he's on the team this year, and I think that he can excel. My personal opinion on Jerome Ford is that he can be a successful backup to Nick Chubb this year, and I would not be surprised if he develops into an eventual you know I don't want to say maybe like a lead feature back but uh, a 1A or a 1B with somebody else in the offense if that's the direction the Browns end up going down the road but for now I do believe in Jerome Ford I really do but we do have to caution ourselves and say okay there is a lack of production profile here yes in one season where he was asked to be the dude for a college team a lower you know what do I want to say a lower talented college team that made a good run. He helped lead them and carry them into a college football playoff game against one of the best teams in all of college football against Alabama. And he played great in both those games, like I said. But at so far in the NFL, he has not been asked to do now whether or not his lack of carries as a rookie was just because, you know, we gave Nick Chubb so many carries or we were relying just solely on Cream Hunt as the backup, whatever the case may be, there is very little to essentially no NFL production to pull off of as of yet for Jerome Ford, but my hopes are still high for him, but that is, the, that is the main guy right now. When it comes to the Browns depth chart of running back, the only two that you can really count on at this moment in May or the Browns roster come September, Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, that's it. Like I've said plenty of times before, guys, we're not going into the season with two running backs. There will, be other, there will be other running backs, at least two more on this roster when the season begins. And if you ask me, I don't think either of those other two guys that will be on the roster are going to be talked about in this video. All right, so before we move on here to the next guy, we're just going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. It's the unofficial start of summer, and we are officially excited. So fire up the grill, celebrate. With sizzling savings, up to 55% off Omaha Steaks, tender, juicy steaks, backyard burgers, and so much more, guys. Please, go right now, omahasteaks.com, use the promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out. Get extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks, perfectly aged, 100% American grain, finished beef for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. Memorial Day cookouts are coming up. Get your steaks get your barbecues get your cookouts ready to go start grilling season off right order today visit omahasteaks.com use promo code dogs dawgs at checkout and receive 30 dollars off your order that's omahasteaks.com promo code dogs when you check out minimum order is required see site for details save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app One thing I do want to address before we kind of dive into all the backup options for the Browns behind Nick Chubb, I still see a lot of Browns fans talking about how we need to utilize Nick Chubb more. We need to give Nick Chubb more carries. If you're one of those people, I'm not coming at you trying to say you're wrong, but at the same time, you're wrong. (laughs) Okay? Because Nick Chubb, if you go look, go look at the league last year. Nick Chubb had the fourth most carries in the entire NFL. The fourth most carries in the NFL. He played on the seventh most offensive snaps out of all running backs in the NFL in 2022. So you really cannot increase Nick Chubb's utilization very much. Sure, you can give him some more carries, but he's already the fourth most utilized running back in the NFL. There's not a whole lot you know, of room to go up in terms of his utilization. So I think when people say that we need to utilize Nick Chubb more and give him more carries, I think what people really mean, what they really are trying to say with that is we need to give Nick Chubb more carries in the right situations. Because I do agree with a lot of fans that say, well, Kevin doesn't always give Nick Chubb carries at the right times or in the right situations during the game. You know what? I can agree with some of that. I do feel like there's some misutilization of Nick Chubb throughout a football game not that much but there are definitely times that are frustrating so i get that i understand what you're saying but when you say that nick chubb needs to be utilized more i think that's what you mean because you really like i said you really can't utilize him more than the browns already do okay diving back in here this one will be kind of quick john kelly like i mentioned now i'm not saying that i'm projecting john kelly to be the third string guy in the pecking order here for the browns He's just the next guy I want to talk about because honestly, I do think he's probably got a better chance of making the team than, than the guys that we're, I'll be talking about here after him. So John Kelly, five 5'10", 205, he will turn 27 this season, so he's a little bit older of a running back in terms of running back age. Um, just 32 career carries over four seasons in the NFL, 96 total yards. He doesn't even have 100 yards in his career. Um, and with the Browns, two years with the Browns, like I said, pretty much spent the entire time on the practice squad. He has just two total carries for 13 yards with the Browns. So there's not a whole lot of production to speak of with John Kelly. Demetric Felton, five nine, 190 pounds, and he is about to turn 25 years old, which I, when I saw that, I thought, oh, he's only played two years in the league. I guess that makes sense, but he just seems like he would be a lot younger still to me. But... About to turn 25 years old, sixth round pick in 2021, just like Jerome Ford, except this is over two seasons. Demetri Felton only has eight total carries in his NFL career, only 20 total yards. That's it. So for everybody who's out there saying, well, the Browns have Jerome Ford and Dimitri Felton behind Nick Chubb, well, between those two guys, they have 16 total NFL carries to their name. That's it. That is all we have behind Nick Chubb right now. So for me, that doesn't sound very good at all. 2021, Demetric Felton as a rookie only had seven carries for 24 yards. And here just now in 2022, <laughs> the Browns gave Demetric Felton one carry all season and he got negative four yards on that carry. I'm sorry, the utilization for Demetric Felton, the low snap percentages that the Browns have given him since he's been a rookie. <laughs> you know, for for a team that cannot, or a team that has kind of struggled as far as depth and talent at the wide receiver position, this guy was pegged more as a wide receiver coming out of college anyway. It's just been a disappointment not to see Dimitri Felton be able to get on the field. And I know, I saw it too, guys. I saw him look pretty good. He had that one super awesome play. Um... You know, Back with Baker, his rookie season where he took a, I think it was like a little screen pass to the house for a touchdown, beautiful play. I'm not 100% sure why Demetri Felton hasn't been able to get on the field, but for some reason, he just has not been able to. So going back to like the screen passes and things like that, Demetri Felton does have 20 receptions for 189 yards, but 18 of those 20 were his rookie season in 2021. He had 181 yards and two touchdowns in 2021. Again, 22, just two catches, four targets, eight yards. That's it. He, he was, well, I was going to say he might as well not even been on the team, but he pretty much wasn't. He was only, let's see, he only played in eight games and he only logged offensive snaps in four of those eight. He was not injured. He was game day inactive, coach's decision the rest of the season. So, they didn't even elect to bring him you know up for the active roster on game days most of the time in 2022, which is just not a good sign for a guy that you know it was his second season, his utilization dropped from his rookie season down to essentially nothing. It went from very little to pretty much nothing from year one to year two, that does not bode well for a guy making an NFL roster going into year three, especially whenever this team, this entire off season, all Andrew Barry and the Browns front office has shown is that we want guys that we can rely on. And if you're not, if it's not you, if we, if we drafted you and you haven't shown it yet, we're going to go out and get it. We're going to go out and trade for it. We're going to go out and sign it. And that's what they have done. So I would not be surprised whatsoever to see Demetrius Felton replaced here very soon. Looking back, well, hang on. Before we do that, I, I do want to talk about his return game. So, Demetric Felton, he's returned 39 punts and 10 kicks in two seasons. But again, most of that was in 2021. In 2022, just seven punts and one kickoff. So, again, in all areas of the game, rushing, receiving, and kick returning, Demetric Felton went from very little in 2021 as a rookie to essentially nothing in 2022. So, Again, I'll be shocked if he makes the roster. I really will. Back in college, Demetri Felton, he was not a volume guy running back whatsoever in college. So we can't rely on college production profile to translate anything to the NFL. He only had one season with 100 plus attempts and it was just barely over 100 if I'm not wrong. Just over a thousand yards um, over his four seasons. He had four full seasons in college, just over a thousand yards between the four. Only seven career touchdowns on the ground. So, again, go back to Jerome Ford, who racked up 19 his last season in college. Demetri Felton, just seven his entire career in college. He caught 99 career passes, which he was utilized much more as a receiver in college, which we knew that coming into the NFL. But even the Browns aren't using him that way. 958 total yards and eight touchdowns in college as a pass catcher. So I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say, what you guys think about Demetri Felton. Drop it in the comments section. Let me know your thoughts. I see a lot of people saying, well, we can roll with Ford as the backup. Demetri Felton as the third down back. I just, I don't see how Demetri Felton has carved any sort of role for himself whatsoever, especially like a third down back. You got to remember too, if you want to be a third down back, specifically in the NFL, you, you have to be able to pass protect because not every third down passing play is going to involve you running a route a lot of times you are asked to stay in the block. And apparently, obviously, Demetri Felton cannot or does not or just they don't believe he can because he's never on the field. And you might think that he's got talent and that the Browns haven't utilized him correctly and all that stuff. But you know, the bottom line is he has not been able to get on the field. They do not trust him for whatever reason. And if he makes the team, I, then I'll change my tune because if he makes this team based on the way the depth chart is right now, then that means they're going to utilize him because they don't have anybody else to utilize. So maybe maybe hopes would be a little more high for him in that regard. But as of this recording, I'm not expecting it. All right, let's just kind of zip through these last two guys real quick. Nate McCrary. Nate McCrary played for Saginaw State Division II, so not a big school, nothing like that. Did not play against stiff competition or anything. Again, Jerome Ford being that guy... Who played against the best competition in college and produced against it? Nate McCrary, six six feet tall, two hundred thirteen pounds. He just turned twenty four years old. He was an undrafted free agent in two thousand twenty one, signed by the Baltimore Ravens in twenty twenty two. He spent the year on the Panthers practice squad, I believe, and then let's see, he's got one career carry in the NFL. That was in two thousand twenty one with the Ravens. He, I don't know exactly what the situation was. I'm not. I'm not well versed on every team's practice squad running backs. But he must have been active for one game, probably injury-related. Ahead of him on the depth chart, he had the one carry. He has negative one career rushing yard in the NFL. In college, he had 377 career carries, so not a huge college production profile. 1,889 total yards and five yards per carry over his career, 28 total touchdowns in college. So, Again, not a huge production profile to look at even in college for him. And the last guy I want to talk about, Hassan Hall, UDFA from Georgia Tech, signed by the Browns after the draft this year in 2023. He played five years in college. Six feet tall, 196 pounds, so still under that 200-pound range. He's not a bigger running back, so he, he definitely would not be you know, primed for any sort of high volume usage in an NFL offense who will turn 23 years old here before the season begins. Like I said, five years in college and he had just 386 career carries over five years. That's not very many whatsoever. He only broke 100 carries in a season twice. His best season was 2022, 116 carries, 521 yards, 4.5 yards a carry and one touchdown his best season. Showed five touchdowns for him back in 2019. He does have 50 career catches in college for 340 yards and zero touchdowns. So, not, again, as far as uh, any sort of proven production profile for a running back that is currently on the Browns roster here in May, 2023, before camp, before the summer. There's not a lot, guys. There's not a lot whatsoever. Honestly, none of them, because like I even said, Jerome Ford, as excited as I am about him and, and, and confident that I am in him, does not have a, a large production profile. He had the one year, the one year in college where he was the guy, and like I, I've said plenty of times throughout this video, he he showed he could be the guy, but it was just the one year. So we don't have re, you know, repetition of a guy doing this. The other guys on the roster, Felton, Kelly, McCrary, Hall, none of these guys have shown that they have large production profiles. I just I don't have confidence in any of these running backs making the team. First of all, I don't know if any of them make the team. I mean, John Kelly might end up on the practice squad for another year just because that seems to be our our favorite spot for him. But these other guys, I just don't see it happening. I really don't. So on what could be considered the current projected active roster for the Browns at the running back position right now in May, they have a total of 19 career NFL carries on their roster behind Nick Chubb, who gets 19 carries in one game. So again, there's not a lot of proven anything behind Nick Chubb. Those 19 carries between Jerome Ford, Demetric Felton, John Kelly, and Nate McCrary, that's it, guys. There, there is not much at all. I mean, we're talking 30-some yards total between these four running backs who you, you're you thinking these are going to be your backups to one of the best running backs in the league. You got one guy who was a featured back for one season in college and outside of Jerome Ford. Like, I, like I've said, none of these guys were featured much in the running game in college. They were not high-volume guys. Demetri Felton, again, essentially a non-factor in the Browns' running game in the NFL. Um, it just it's, it's thin right now at, at a position, like I said at the top of the show, a lot of injuries befall the running back position in the NFL. And even a guy like John Kelly... You could say, well, you know, he was, he was kind of stuck in there. I mean, we had Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson last year, Jerome Ford, Demetri Felton, blah, blah, blah. Where was John Kelly? Well, when Chubb and Hunt were both out and Dearness Johnson got that start, do you guys remember against the Broncos a couple years ago? John Kelly was activated from the practice squad, and that's I believe that's when he got his two NFL carries for the Browns in the, in the two years that he's been with the team. And when they brought him up, John Kelly – the practice squad guy was the backup to Dearness Johnson, not Demetri Felton. So if anybody, if you're thinking Demetri Felton's going to be in any sort of mix with Jerome Ford as the backup or like a third down back, he's not going to be. He is not going to be. The Browns have proven that they don't trust him to be and they don't, they don't think he can be. Now, whether you do or not, whether I do or not, honestly, it doesn't matter. The team clearly does not believe that. They, they don't view him as a capable contributor in the ground game. And like I mentioned... Before his passing game utilization, his return game utilization have both gone down, and I just don't see him sticking around for 2023. So, again, to reiterate, to recap, outside of Jerome Ford, I do not think that the running backs on the Browns' active roster week one in September are currently on the team. I really don't. I think, you know, John Kelly probably sticks around on the practice squad. You'll see him in the preseason. Demetri Felton. I have no idea what's going to happen if he gets cut before preseason or not, but I doubt he makes the team. Hassan Hall is a long shot as a UDFA. these guys, I know UDFAs are fun stories. We we loved Anthony Bell, and I I hope he makes the team again at at the safety position because he was just such a stud last year. But it's just so hard for UDFAs to carve out a role on an NFL roster. I don't think Hall's got the production profile to make it happen. We'll see. Could be wrong. Could totally be wrong. I just don't see it. Nate McCrary, again, I know that there's you know some fans out there that do like him, think that there's some hope for him, and there's hope for all these guys, but again, highly doubt that an undrafted free agent two years ago, who's kind of just kicked around a couple teams already, he's got one carry, and I just don't see it happening, guys. I don't think any of these guys make the final roster. I think it's Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, and then you know, guys that are out there as free agents currently. And we will talk about them when they're signed. But until then, these are the guys that if you want to break down the Browns running back room, these are the names you need to know. So thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys again. Drop all your thoughts in the comments. I, I want to hear from you because I th- these are my opinions based on the stats and based on, you know, the team's moves, their team signings, the team's utilizations of these players. But again, there's still opinions. So I want to hear what you guys have to say. We want to know what you think. Drop them in the comments. If you want to leave your voicemail, go to thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail the drop down menu. Let us know your thoughts that way. We love hearing from you guys. Again, like this video, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate everybody tuning in. And until we talk to you guys next, go Browns.